This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome. Everything is fine. This is a Good Place Podcast. Brought to you by Nerdy Things Pod Productions. We are the Nerdy Boys. I am Tim. This is Kevin and Jules. Say hello, guys. Hey-o. Hello. This is Everything is Fine, a podcast dedicated to the hit NBC TV show, The Good Place. We do one of our episodes every week, every Monday, that coincides with one of their episodes. We are now in season three. This is season three, episode two. This is so exciting. We caught up in the off season, so to speak. So if for some reason you're just like clicking on this as your first episode, go back and listen to them all because they're fantastic. Just go ask the Maximum Derricks. <laughs> that was, those are our fans. The Maximum Derricks are in our Facebook discussion group. If you go to Facebook and search Everything is Fine, you will find them there. They're also on Instagram where they search at Everything is Fine podcast. And because they're so cool, they interact with us on Twitter and all other social medias under our main at Nerdy Things Pod handles and whatnot. Hooray. I'm excited. <laughs> Episode two, season three. Woo. Okay. So and, you know, go ahead. Go ahead, Jules. What'd you no, have to say? What'd it's cool. Say? Everybody's been talking. Everybody's been in the thing talking spoilers and stuff before I see it. And I'm like, y'all keep doing that and I'll see it later. <laughs> and I appreciate it the updates and stuff but um yeah it's super cool go join the maximum derricks in the facebook group and it's growing pretty much every day and that's really cool it so is keep on doing that and we enjoy the discourse and talking and uh y'all talking to each other that's really cool to see so yeah keep doing it and we love it we love the talk and we have gone to great measures for those of you who don't get to watch you know night one or even day two we have gone to great measures to safeguard the secrets of the episode. So every Thursday, Thursday night, when an episode airs, we start a spoiler thread for everybody to talk secretly in there for those of us who haven't watched it yet. That runs through Monday when you're listening to this, at which point we release you into the wild and you can start individual threads and topics about <laughs> predictions and things like that. Uh, but it's cool. It's been fun. And I, I love avoiding it for a couple of days because I'm like, ah, I don't want to know anything. <laughs> and I get an alert on Facebook and I was like, no, don't read it. Don't read it. But you guys are awesome. Like your theories and your enthusiasm are wonderful. So thank you for being a part of this podcast along with us. We do this thing every week where we want to, we kind of call back to the week previous. And I wanted to start this one. I'm really intrigued by Mike O'Malley, the doorman. I don't know sure, what it yeah. is about this character that intrigues me so much. But one of the interesting... Well, to start, it's Michael well, Malley. Yeah, that's true. That's true. One of the things <laughs> that I found interesting was he hasn't talked to anybody in like 8,000 years. Mm -hmm. if, you, if that was your situation and then Michael comes along, who's a pretty like amiable guy, you know, Michael's jovial, he's kind of outgoing... Would you have taken advantage of that more? Would you have really started to chat it up and kind of catch up on the last eight millennia with this guy? Or would you have been kind of standoffish like the doorman was? No, see, that's a rookie mistake. You are assuming he is lonely, right? And, and <laughs> I'll grant you that for the first like five or six thousand years, you would crave any other interaction, 
right? But after like 7,000, 7.5,000 years, you are just mellow. Like it is fine. You've hit that groove. You're in your stride and you do not need anyone else. And I've, I've been careful to avoid human interaction because they not human. Yeah. Sure. So he, on the scale of zero to infinity, about 8,000, I don't know if that's like a little blip or not. True. Good point. Right. That's like a Tuesday night alone. <laughs> you you get your socks on, your sweatpants, and a good book. Like that's nothing. You can talk to nobody for that long. That's like uh, Dr- Jules' drunk tweeting night. Just yeah, sure, yeah. totally. <laughs> Why not? But uh, I don't know. Like you would think he would want to talk. Well, like, what are you, what is he doing the whole time? Just looking at his frog. Well, yeah, and that sounds dirtier than it is, <laughs> oh, but yeah. yes. Just a man and his I frog. Guess. I mean, you're just sitting there. He's just sitting there. Sure. Why not? I guess that's how did how did he even become the doorman? Did he lose a bet? Is this by choice? <laughs> well, we're not no, asking was, the real questions. He was created to be the doorman. It's like the Rick and Morty butter robot. Okay. Like, what's your purpose? <laughs> to be the doorman. These are the He's questions. He's never even been to Earth. These are the real questions in the world. Wait, wait, wait. We don't know if he... I mean, come on. In 8,000 years, you don't think he he has the key? You don't think he just like, eh, let's take a, let's take a peek in there. You, you know? You don't think he I would? I mean, let's jump ahead. Let's spoil... He literally walks in at the end of the episode and goes, huh. So this is what Earth is like, okay, and then true. turns on a faucet. So yeah, dude's never been to Earth. Mm-hmm. Does he have mm-hmm. access to anything? Like Judge Jen's got her TV shows and stuff. He's just sitting there. I didn't see a tablet, a TV, a phone. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he can open up a screen in the thin air like everybody else seems to. But do you think he tweets? <laughs> do you think he he does Facebook? Do you think he forwards little messages on Facebook about having been hacked? Do you think he does stuff like that? I, I don't know. Probably. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. And what is his like... Uh, we're getting way too much into this <laughs> small character, but I'm pretty sure it's going to pay off in the end. But do you, no. what, is, <laughs> what is his affiliation? Is he straight down the middle? Is he not... He's just medium? He's Team Frog. He's definitely okay, team, team Frog. Frog. Yeah, he is. He's Team Frog. He's part he of- recognizes Michael as a fellow Froggyite. Froggyite. And uh, <laughs> so they're 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 Team Frog. Okay. You know, that's really all it is, Jules. Okay, you're, cool. you're really you, again. You're going too deep. Frogs this are inherently good, level. though. Right. So. He's a good jumper, at least. Yeah, okay. Look at that guy. You can yeah, tell by looking we'll at him. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's that's doorman discussion for week number two. Uh, <laughs> Maybe that'll be a recurring segment. We won't call back to the previous episode. We'll just do doorman talk. But (laughs) that brings us to what we love about this podcast outside of the three of us. The greatest thing about this show, the greatest thing about our show, where we read quotes completely out of their normal context and they sound crazy. Kind of like, oh, the Jews. Jules? Kick it oh, off. God. <laughs> uh, I got a few right here. Um, love them on my lips, but hate them on my hips, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Trevor gave me some good ones. Dick Tracy called and he said you're a butt face and he's plowing your mom. <laughs> and uh, ah, poop hands. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know y'all. Are, it's questionable, but maybe poop hands is gonna be the title. We'll see. But poop uh, hands. Yeah, I'm in go. with the poop hands. 
<laughs> and right. then, uh, good luck, Frogman. I'm pulling for you. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> All right. I have Dick Tracy called me too first, and he said he was about to call you and say a lie about me that was actually about you instead. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm bad at lying now. That used to be my thing. Oh, God. Yeah, it was. Do I have to drink for every word I don't know? <laughs> oh, no. And it's me, the librarian, from the library. <laughs> In a bad Australian accent, yeah. <laughs> what if one's brassiere is very thin, but also very pure gold? Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. <laughs> well, this sports bra is also very thin and rust-colored in the armpit area. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I guess I'll pick those up with my actual hands and walk them back over here with my feet. <laughs> Every part of my body is either too dry or too wet. This is true. You're the fanciest person I know, except my friend Ron, who drives a limo. And I'll leave us with, I slept in a dumpster. That has been out of context. Oh, God. Quotes of the week. Well, this episode was certainly eventful. Kevin, why don't you tell us about it? All right. So our gang is just trying to get through Chidi's little study without having to interact too much with the too enthusiastic Trevor, who is obviously there to screw everything up and keep Chidi and Eleanor apart. Dick Tracy then shows up and tries to throw <laughs> the worst insults in his face and threaten him because he can't get involved because the group has seen Michael. And then Michael and Janet spend way too much time in men's room harassing Trevor. Janet discovers what it's like to actually have to do things without just summoning everything at will. And at the end, the judge summons them and sends Mike the doorman to retrieve Trevor, Janet and Michael for judgment. She flicks Trevor off the bridge. She tells Michael and Janet that they're going back to the bad place where Michael's going to be retired. And then everything Janet ever summoned in the time that she was on Earth lands next to the judge and they make a break for it the end the end oh man all right so we start this one off and we meet earth trevor who makes lemon squares gives really long hugs and cries oh my god this is the worst <laughs> it is, he is this is the worst version of trevor ever created even like and the one it. yeah even like the main demon kind of him it, this him being oh, yeah. nice is literally the worst. I absolutely it's hate this literally guy. The worst. I hate him. As the episode went on, I wrote in my notes multiple times, I hate this guy. He just wants to hang I mean, out. I love have a good time. I love Adam Scott and I love to hate Trevor because that's the point. <laughs> I know. He's just so yeah. obnoxious. All right. So <laughs> Chidi uh, goes over the plan for their study. And while he's doing that, we learn that none of these humans understand anything about MRI machines. No. Because Tahani's wondering if she can wear a gold bra. Eleanor thinks her sweat stains might cause a problem. And Jason is actually allowing his hand to double in size because he thinks if a spider bites him, <laughs> he'll become Spider-Man. Inside the that's his superpower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. He wants an extra dose of radiation. <laughs> Throw some more radiation in there. Yeah. Two times today. 
has an MRI machine come up in the good place when I saw it. And then Venom when I saw that today too. So I still don't know how an MRI machine works, but it's, it works with brains and brain waves and stuff. And hey, might give you some spidey powers. I don't know. It doesn't. No. It, it does not. That, okay. No, it doesn't. That's super weird do though that they were talking about Spider Man and then there's an MRI machine in Venom, which is a spinoff of Spider Man. No, it's not. It doesn't have Spider Man anywhere near it. Right. It's a that's spin-off. why it's a spinoff. <laughs> nope. There's Web no Spider-Man off? in that universe. Swing off. Sorry, man. Swing off. Swing off? No. We have a Maybe. riff off? Nope. <laughs> Pitch nope. perfect. All right. Sorry. So yeah. That's like saying The <laughs> nope. Good Place is a spinoff of Cheers because it has Ted Well, Dance. he was a bartender. Be Alt-universe. <laughs> so anyways. 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 Wait. And also Cheers had Woody Harrelson and so does Venom. They're all connected. It's well, all in the go. same universe. Cheers. Michael. Yeah, Cheers is wait, in the Venom No, Jason universe. is Venom. Jason is Tom Hardy. Tom. And listen, <laughs> Trevor leaves the room, out goes out in the hallway, and who's waiting there for him? But Michael, who can't insult anyone. And this left me wondering, how was he ever a torture demon? Yeah, so when he used to be part of the good place, whatever, I thought it was just because he was trying to be nice and trying to be like a good place person. But this is actual character flaw with michael he can't make insults <laughs> like this no. is a thing no he, uh, yeah how did he become how was he made for this how was a demon created that doesn't know how to insult people i, I can't answer that i don't know <laughs> i picture a very sad life for michael because we only know him as the good place quote unquote good place architect and this master plan that he had but he lived for thousands and thousands and thousands of years and i and these people all just constantly insult each other and i just imagine him being mercilessly bullied because he has no ability to insult anyone and he's just that guy in the corner just that meek mild guy in the corner who just can't stand up for himself because he's always getting bullied by the much stronger other demons it's very sad to think about michael in that way sure and there's a uh there's a theory whenever we get to our theories section that I want to read uh, from William, which is really interesting. And I want to hear y'all's take on uh, about Michael. So, you know, we'll get to that. it's funny when you mentioned we, we did Nerdy Things uh, podcast the other day. Uh, our current episode is about Maniac, another TV show. You should go listen to that. But when you guys mentioned that William, who's was our first great devoted fan on Nerdy Things pod, was listening to The Good Place, all I could think of is. Oh, the theories. Oh, the theories that he will have. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Yep. He's almost caught up. So whenever he hears this, uh, we'll mention his theory. But yeah, it's coming up later. It's great. So it's uh, watch out, Dick Tracy. My watch phone said to watch out. I don't know. Oh, a second Mike, too Michael late. Michael can't do anything. <laughs> but he basically explains the, his plan to Trevor. And Trevor explains how he's going to foil that plan and that there's nothing he can do about it. And it's mm-hmm. kind of a bad situation for Michael to be in. Um, but yep. inside the room, they go through the MRI process and that's all done. And Chidi's like, okay, off with you. And Eleanor kind of bears some vulnerability here where she says, hey, teach, I came here to see you and to talk to you. And I feel like this uh, group stuff's getting in our way. And I felt really bad for her. Yeah, 
Yeah, because look at the group she's with, well, like the too. base group of people. Yeah. And then you got Trevor trying to hype it up to another level. And she took a plane all the way over here to see Chidi. And then now it's a whole thing. And it's like, well, I'm not going to learn that way. And you, you kind of feel that she was feeling something for Chidi, whether it was like a super friendship or maybe part relationship thoughts or whatever. But now she's just kind of sad. And that kind of sucks. I mean, I don't care what kind of weirdo you are. Who flies across the world without calling first and just decides they're going to make this person their teacher? That's just weird. Well, that's okay. a lot. Let's start, let's start with the fact for work? that it's like, super weird. But he agreed to it and they had a nice little thing going. And then all of a sudden it got taken away from her. So, you know. Sad. Yeah, how long have they been doing it? A couple months, right? Or like a couple weeks at least? Yeah, I think they were like three weeks, weeks in or something was, yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 So, so it was past being a little weird, I think. It was like, okay, this is our thing now. Yeah. And then here are some other people and it's like, oh no, these people kind of suck. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> much. This one's holding a spider. <laughs> Tahani's all right, but Jason's blah. And Trevor's oof. Blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all those words. Yes. So Trevor's yeah. like overhearing this and of course, well, let's go sightseeing. Come on, guys, let's go have fun and go sightseeing. And Eleanor says, no, nah, I'm just going to go to a bar and have a drink. That sounds like another good idea. I'll take you to the worst bar ever. This was the worst bar in the world. <laughs> Absolute. No question. Never seen a bar in my life this bad. They had a uh, Hulk Hogan on the Mount Rushmore. That was, oh, that uh, was a win. I mean, the little coaster that vibrates was an actual gun, like a real gun. <laughs> Who was it? Hulk Shout Hogan, Judge Judy. Who else was up there? Oh, I saw. I, I think see. I saw Paris yes, Hilton. Yes, Paris Hilton. Oh, and David oh, Hasselhoff, maybe. who's not even. Yeah, uh, yes, that's right. He's German, right? No, he is not. He is German. Uh, and then they want the Florida table, but the Florida table is taken, except for you can pay thirty bucks and you can manifest your own destiny because that's an American thing too. And take any table you want. That's exactly what happened. Oh, oh boy. we are just the worst, except for Trevor, who made the Brainy Bunch sweatshirts and gives everybody a sweatshirt. And Jason's really into it, but nobody else likes the Brainy Bunch sweatshirts. Oh, God. Okay, actually, Hasselhoff was born in Baltimore, Maryland, just so we're oh, clear. Really? Oh. So he is an American. I had to check it. It didn't feel right. I feel better but now. But Paris okay. Hilton's cannot be from this planet, right? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Now, cool. we just mentioned the Brainy Bunch shirts. Did you? Did either of you catch what it said on the back of that no. show? Oh, I had to pause this. It says, I went to Australia and all I got was this lousy cross-disciplinary academic study and a ton of new best friends. Oh, gosh. Aw, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, though? Is it oh, great? Oh, my God. That's bad. God. <sighs> so, yeah, nobody likes these shirts. Um, and nobody's psyched about that. And Trevor's especially not psyched when Janet shows up. What? My God. That was, the I think, the funniest part of the entire episode <laughs> was Janet. Yes. She just came out of nowhere and she's on Earth with her Earth legs and her Earth arms. <laughs> and she's just really <laughs> upset that she can't summon things. <laughs> they ask for a beer. And she's... They ask her for a beer and she's just like... <laughs> And nothing happens. The, like the dread on her face. 
sold the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to have to so go good. over and get those things with her hands and walk all the way back with her feet to deliver them. Oh, my God. And the frustration when she's filling the beer glass. <laughs> that oh. is, yeah, that's like the worst beer pressure. <laughs> you got to check that. Giraffe. That bad. Bulldozer. Uh, <laughs> the most random thing she ever wants to summon in her life. And. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a list. Oh, good. Oh, well, God. All right. So we'll, please. <laughs> we'll go over it at the end okay. when, when it comes all right, up we'll again. Go over. But what was with Trevor and that Jamaican accent? How is that not racist? Oh What's God. going on here? That was Jamaican me crazy. <laughs> Oh, boy. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. (laughs) Bye. That was the worst. (sighs) I don't even know what kind of accent that was, but it definitely was not Jamaican. There's a lot of really bad accents. (laughs) There really is. But at least they hang a lantern on most of them. Like the bad Australian accents, they're they're pretty damn good because they're like, these are bad Australian accents. Yeah. I feel it. And I can totally get behind that. I have a bad Texan accent. It's like yeah, not existent. Yeah, you're a bad Texan. We get yeah. it. Until I say y'all. Y'all. And that's about it. Nah, it's still not mm-hmm. Texan. But yeah, so Michael and mm-hmm. Janet are over there by the bar tap, and, and they're lamenting all of the things that are bad about being on Earth. Like Michael's too wet or too dry. Janet's like, they just live 80 years and spend most of the time waiting for it to be over. But what she's <laughs> trying to summon things. What are the things that she's trying yeah. to summon, Kevin? Uh, well, in that in that particular instance it's like a dictionary spaghetti jet ski giraffe uh and then she mentions a steamroller when she says i don't know if he could die but i could drop a steamroller on his head and there's there's plenty more i'll bring up the others when we get to the end of the episode and there's there's also a thing where when she was coming to earth there was a guy and he was looking for something and and she doesn't know if he found it and she needs to. Or oh I think God, he was. No, no he, was, yeah, he was eating a sandwich. He was eating a sandwich, <laughs> and he doesn't. She doesn't know if he finished it. He's in Venezuela. I have to go find him. I need to know this now. <laughs> Imagine going oh, from this God. position where you just get to see everything and know everything, and there's instant payoffs to all of this stuff, and then all of a sudden she's like, "But, but where? I don't know where he is." And I'm just, what a frustrating time this must be for her. Oh, it's the worst. Mm -hmm. Horrible. Uh, But what I was going to say about Michael, isn't this what he's always wanted? Like, okay, I'm assuming once they get onto Earth, they turn human because she loses her powers. She loses the ability to think in everything, whatever. And then Michael is essentially powerless as well. Isn't he human? Like at this point, can he die? Can they both die? Isn't this what Michael always wanted to be human, quote unquote? But now he's seeing that it's not the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah, but he wants to experience what it's like to be human without being human. <laughs> okay. No, but that's that's really what it is. Sure. He wants the mundane aspects of it, but he wants his f- phenomenal cosmic powers that go okay. Okay. That makes sense. He wants to go to the human theme park, but not yeah. be the actual. Okay, that makes sense. That's exactly I it. I think it's also okay. partly like a grass is greener scenario. You know, we're from sure. the outside in. He's like, ooh, all of those things look like so much fun. But then when you add it all together, he realizes it's kind of a drag compared to, to what sure. he could do before. Yeah. Because so, he was like weirded out by his sweat stains in the very beginning and like stuff. But this is like a whole nother level. But no, he doesn't like it. Okay. For sure. So Trevor, being the genius that he is, uh, plants the idea in Chidi's head 
that he's somehow crossing an ethical line or at least compromising the study by fraternizing with his, I don't want to call them students, with the participants in the study. And Chidi goes bonkers and, over it. Yeah, of course he does. I mean, that was designed to do that. That was this was a logic bomb that that Chidi. It was a trip mine that he just tripped. You could have like literally just asked him what kind of beer he wanted, right? And that probably would have done the same thing. <laughs> it didn't even need to be so <laughs> diabolical. Mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe Chidi's getting a little better with his decisions. Yeah, I think the the human interaction of all of this is really working on him. So I think they did need this carefully crafted thing, but it was perfect. It was absolutely diabolical. Yep. But well, we'll get into it in a second. But it also creates things that there uh, Trevor wasn't aware of because he's not smart enough for these humans. Their bond, as Michael says, is unbreakable. Meanwhile, Janet's spilling beers on Trevor. Uh, but he <laughs> is seizing the opportunity with no one else around to get Tahani and Jason wasted. <sighs> Just pouring shots, pouring it up. Why not? Sure. Shot, 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 shots. Um, so Michael and uh, and Janet are together and he comes up with a what is really a terrible idea to suggest to Chidi how to solve this problem because he thinks he's just going to go and pretend to be the librarian again and then somehow he's going to be able to give Chidi answers when Chidi hasn't even shared with him what the problem is and then the librarian has no business knowing what the answers <laughs> to these things are and his accent hasn't gotten well, any better <laughs> you share what's happening with me first and then I'll tell you how to handle it because yeah. as a librarian I've been in a lot of situations for sure I've been in every situation because I'm a librarian. Yeah. And he sounds more oh like Michael Caine than he does any Australian person ever. <laughs> what does he think a librarian does? Or more <laughs> aptly, what does a librarian do in the afterlife? Oh. He's an architect. Architect. But he is not an architect like an earth architect. I want to meet uh, an afterlife librarian now. That's my new life goal. <laughs> give, I hope we're getting there. Give your thoughts in the everything is fine Hashtag Maximum Derricks over there. What does the afterlife librarian do? That's interesting. And more importantly, who would play the afterlife librarian? We've got <laughs> Maya Rudolph as the judge. We've got Mike O'Malley as the doorman. Who plays your afterlife librarian? Ooh, I'm going to say right now, I call Tom Hanks. Ooh. Please. Okay, mm, that's mine. Tom Hanks. Maybe. I mean, I'm thinking like Amy Poehler. <laughs> Maybe, but or or Tina Fey, like that one of those two. Tom Hanks' eyes are inviting, so All it right, sounds fine. to me get get lost in Tom Hanks' eyes yep. because librarians have been in every situation ever. This is a very serious job. I want Meryl Streep as my librarian because she's very oh serious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting yeah. three three choices for us here on the wow. So what are your choices? I think choices? we're all coming at this from different directions. Yeah, with us know. your choices. Meanwhile, Tahani and J uh Jason are getting very cozy. And Tahani's getting very wasted. That part of the plan so far seems to be working perfectly. And you know what? It is eating Janet up. This this is part of this is the second level nature of Trevor's torture. Not only is he getting these these humans to do the things, dance little puppets like he wants, 
but he's really pissing Janet off because she does not want to see those two together at all. Mm-mm. Not good. Not good. Meanwhile, Eleanor is trying to help Chidi through his problem. She says she's going to get him some tea. She comes back with microwaved root beer because they don't have tea at this American place. <sighs> I don't even know. <laughs> There's so many things going on there. <laughs> and yeah. she's basically, this is really one of the first times that I felt true sympathy or pity. No, I felt pity. I felt sympathy for Eleanor before because her parents suck, but I felt pity. She's almost like begging Chidi to be her friend again and to be somebody that she can interact with and learn ethics. And he's just like, nope, I can't do this. I'm so sorry. And he's super emphatic about it. Yeah. He's even like, well, we can't even be like associates or you're starting to be an associate of mine. And then she's like, oh, I I thought we were like kind of going to be friends, but okay. We're not even associate level. Okay. That's, that's cool. I guess. Well, it's different than what she thought. Definitely different from what she thought. And Trevor, Michael, and Janet meet up in the bathroom because why not? That's where demons meet up to talk about what's going on. I love how they all recap together, too. It's really fascinating to me that they all just kind of like get together periodically to to recap what's going on with the plan. And Trevor, of course, is crushing them at this point. Uh, it's It's really not going well. And he delivers an epic poop hand. To Michael just to cap off oh, his, he his fell victory for it. so far. Oh God! Oh, oh that was pre- that was kind of funny though. And uh, he just walks out, and they're just like there, and he's like, "Oh hey, cool. I'm just in the restroom, just cause getting my poop hands on. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna leave poop particles all over the world here. Now that I'm not that I'm down yeah, on Earth, sure. <laughs> oh God." I mean, it's it's fitting. I would or shitting. I, I, it's shitting. I would do that mm. if I was a demon. <laughs> sure. Oh, shirt hands. That's what they really should have said with shirt hands. But Chidi and Simone cut to the next day. Chidi and Simone are talking through um, the issues he's having, and he's uh, not sleeping. I mean, he got eight minutes, and not consecutively. He woke up the next morning and nope. bit right through an egg, and his justification was <laughs> he thought it was oh. hard boiled. And I love how she just goes. But the shell still. Yeah. I really love, like, all the characters that are not our main group have been amazing. Yeah. Like, I love all of these new characters that we, you know, even the judge that kind of uh, from the last season, but now we're seeing some more of her too. Like, all these newer characters, totally cool with it. Like, totally cool with this world that they're building. It's fantastic. I, I do think there's something up with Simone. I don't think she's the judge because reasons, but I do think there's something up with her because of the way that in that whole scene, she was like, I I already called you a car. And then something happens to Chidi and he shows up at Eleanor's place and he's like, a second ago, I was at the front desk and he's holding a, a socket wrench and he has no idea what's going on. So something happened to Chidi. Chidi was abducted no. by someone or something and brought back to this plane of existence. <laughs> and I think that she had something well, to do with we're it. We're skipping forward, but I think Eleanor's just staying at a hotel that's crappy enough that the socket wrench is the key to the door. <laughs> that that was my general okay. thought. But that works. Uh, Chidi's not sleeping. Meanwhile, Tahani comes in a hot mess for her 
which means perfectly oh put God. together. But she's profusely apologizing for her conduct yesterday. And guys, I mean, really, where does one find a proper calligrapher at five o'clock in the morning? Uh, it's tough. It is tough. Mm-hmm. In I'll Australia? Man. <laughs> right. I know, of all places, too. To be in the outback, where does one find a proper calligrapher? But she's got apology notes. They have the wax seal on them, like they were from Hogwarts or some mm. such. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was... And apologies for them, too. Uh, so good. It was a whole thing. But she mm-hmm. does reveal that Jason is quite the gentleman. When Trevor tries to get the deets out of him... She's very quick to point out that's none of your business, but that the the whole thing was very chaste and that Jason went so far as to stumble into a dumpster and sleep there instead of pressuring. Listen, hashtag me too. Guys, this is how you do it right here. Listen, Supreme Court justices, this is what you do. You stay away unless all systems are perfect. You forget where you live. And you look across the street and there's a and motel. Sleep in a dumpster. And behind that motel is a dumpster. <laughs> I slept in a dumpster. That's what you do. Is this how you Every, stay away from trouble? so excited. Up until the dumpster part, yes. <laughs> a plus, do all that. Listen, if what it takes to sleep in a dumpster, Jules, that's what you do. Actually, sure, yes. I'd rather you sleep in a dumpster <laughs> than do that, yes. I guess. Um, but yeah, like, okay. How, again, we just see how amazing... Jason and what he brings to the table. He's not the smartest. He's not whatever. He's not a lot of things. But the one thing that he kind of is, is pretty compassionate and he kind of cares about people and he does the right thing sometimes. So I think he he does a lot of drugs too. He is tremendously good natured. He is just a product of a terrible environment where he went to school in tugboats and was brought up to steal and break dance. I mean, that's that's what it is. So that's that's Jason in a nutshell. But sure. Chidi can't get the class started because he's totally preoccupied by the fact that Eleanor's not there. Trevor thinks it's a good thing because he thinks she's gone, but he really just kind of lit the fire inside of Chidi. Simone calls him an Uber or a cab or something. See, yeah. I'm going to combat what you said, Kevin. I just think that she's with the more plausible thing. I think she's just really good natured and she understands Chidi because they've been doing a whole thing. And she's uh, probably one of my favorite newer characters. Y'all like the doorman, I think, but I kind of like her a little bit more. She's pretty cool. She's she's awesome. But Chidi gets there with his socket wrench, opens up the door. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eleanor is reading <laughs> Hemsworthless as a headline on this gossip uh, entertainment magazine. And he says that, um, long story short, Eleanor, you changed my life. By being brave and asking for my help, you changed my life and I need you. Wait, I got to go back. I want to meet Larry, the Hemsworth brother they don't want you to know about. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Who's apparently a doctor, but a loser. So Somehow, yeah. Because he's not a movie star. (laughs) Because he chose the doctor route. He's a loser. Yeah. Oh, my God. That makes sense. I'm I'm sorry. I'm looking at this magazine, AUS Weekly, AUS Weekly. The the other articles on the cover are... Uh, let me see. Uh, beer pong at the Billabong, <laughs> right? Ooh. Fair Dinkum. I was the Dingo. <gasps> the Dingo, H-O, and baby. And at the back, 
is just an ad for a boomerang. Like, this is the most stereotypically Australian thing I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. I kind of okay. love it. Ozzy Tim. I'm talking to Ozzy Tim oh, now. Oh, not he me. Listens. Crikey. No, not you, Tim. <laughs> Yo, Noel. Okay. <laughs> Don't change voices. I'm th- you, whatever. You know who I'm talking to. Is boomerangs, are boomerangs a thing? Is that a thing? Well, the tagline is, you know it will come back, but you still want to let it go. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I've, I bought a boomerang one time and it didn't come back. I threw it wrong. That was just a stick. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I bent a stick. Yeah, actually, okay. Jules yeah, is that kid right. that got a stick for Christmas and they told him it was a boomerang. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's right. <laughs> I threw it and then I was like, "Well, that's it. Uh, Why do all these other ones look like boomerangs too? This is weird." My God. <laughs> oh, awful. So, yeah, I mean, Chidi's kind of cool about this. And he goes, you changed my life. I, I've never done anything this important. And it's all because you came and you were vulnerable and you were brave and, and asked for my help. And Eleanor's just really trying her hardest to be callous about this. And she's like, you could have just sent that to me in a text, in which case I could have pretended not to read it. Okay. But they have they have a real moment here. This is this is the Eleanor and Chidi that we saw in all of the good place iterations. They, this they sure. had that yeah. look in their eyes. I don't know if it's love, friendship, or whatnot, but it's something, and it's theirs, and it's special, and that's what the show needs, and that's what these people need, and and they got it. Yeah, uh, Chidi does drop the friend word, so he's that's what kind of got Eleanor over. It's like, oh yeah, we're friends. Okay. I can do this. We can let's let's do this. And three months. Uh, three months. Yeah. That's what she's given. I don't know what they're gonna do in three months. Scan nope, some, it's gonna be a while. Scan some brains, y'all. Meanwhile, Dick Tracy called and they're still in the bathroom. <laughs> and they're going back and forth. Mike's like, no. They're back together. This is happening. And these four humans are the only thing in this universe that I care about. I'm kind of sad that it didn't include Janet, but I think we all kind of get it. And then the doorman comes in. So this is Earth. Oh, water. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) It's like he's seen everything. He's (laughs) like, oh, this is is what this thing does. All right, cool. Run in water. Let's go. That's really all I wanted to know about. Uh, so, yeah, they get back in the door because Judge Jen wants to see him. And um, she comes in and she's like, how many times? How many times did I say you could go to Earth? And Michael, yeah, you weren't uh, one time. This is classic so, Maya Rudolph, this whole thing. The gestures, the nonsensical oh my way of speaking. There's no rhyme or reason to it, but it's it's peak no. Maya Rudolph. The arms, the way she's talking, the everything, <laughs> her facial expressions, like she had maybe how long? Maybe two minutes in this episode, and it was probably my favorite two minutes. Right. So funny. Just her talking, just there on the bridge, like what? It's wild. And she just flicks yeah. Trevor out of the way. I mean, she doesn't even touch him. She air flicks him and he goes, who knows, another universe over. He's in he's in a different galaxy. <sighs> I don't even know what's happening with him, but he's out of the way. And then she's going to take them back to the bad place. Michael's going to get retired. Janet's going to get marbleized. And those humans, they're there to fend for themselves. They're going through a whole new reality. They'll win points and lose points the old-fashioned way. And their fate is in their hands. 
But Janet's wishes from Earth, Janet's summonings, all of a sudden, like cues in a printer, start raining down from the sky. Kevin, what the heck happens here? A beer, a barca lounger, a sea turtle, a bicycle, a tractor, an oven, three shopping carts, a billboard reading Trevor Stinks. <laughs> One of those things that I am pretty sure is a from a hair salon that you put your head in. Uh, there's a jet ski, a suspicious number of warheads, a filing cabinet, what looks to be ammo crates, 55 gallon drums full of I don't want to ask, a steamroller, a trebuchet, a giraffe on a treadmill, but I'm not sure if they were summoned separately or not, <laughs> a bunch of cones, a trolley, half a submarine, the Ark of the Covenant, and a kite? That has multicolors on it. There's also a suitcase with a Canadian flag on it. There's a bunch of look to be like lobster crates, like fish crates that you get. There's a bunch of cones, a ladder, three coolers, two or three coolers. I don't know. I can't count anymore, apparently. Uh, and then a little bit after that, we see Ugly Nick's Meat Trench open 24 hours and a tank. <sighs> Thank you, Kevin. So, oh my yeah. goodness. What? I didn't even realize there was that many that many things. I just saw the draft and I was kind of okay with that. Oh uh, yeah, I'm looking at a picture of this and I can't oh. even decipher. Oh, there's also a treasure chest. I can't figure out what half of this stuff is. Well, and why it's would like <laughs> why would you want to summon it? it? There's so, <laughs> there's so many random why things not? in there, but some of this is actually genuinely sweet. Because obviously stupid Nicks or whatever, that's tied to, to ugly, ugly, ugly Nicks. Nicks. That's tied to Jason. But the Barca Lounger, the chair that comes down, that's the chair from Jason's butthole. Yes. It is. It's the like look at it's yeah. the actual color of the little torn spots on the arms. So she part of what she's summoning, when she you can tell she's just thinking about Jason a lot. It's it's really sweet. Oh, so yeah, interesting. But that basically creates a blockade between them and Judge Jen. Judge Jen apparently does have Janet powers. We questioned this before because she just starts throwing this stuff out of the way. But the doorman saves the day, <laughs> and there's the key. This is how the key plays in because he chucks the key over to Michael and says, Good luck, frogman. And they bust out of there. Fremulon. So oh the judge God. doesn't have this is the only key we've already established. Do not duplicate. This is the only key. Judge doesn't have a key, even though it makes sense for the judge to have a key. She's not going to have one. So they're going to be stuck on Earth with the crew. Do not duplicate. Very cool. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> and his name is Jeff, like the Maximum Derek's pointed out. Not calling him like, Jeff. Oh, now his yeah, now his name's Jeff. No, he's Michael Malley, the doorman. But wow, okay, so that all happened, guys. What happens next? What? What? Uh, 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 so I don't know. <laughs> Trevor's not in the in, in on Earth anymore. No, right. So no bad could happen. Do you think they're gonna like? Come clean and be like, yo, this is what's happening. Y'all have to be good now. Y'all have to be better. Y'all need to get some points up. Let's help y'all get some points. Because when the judge said uh, not to go back anymore, that they're going to be judged on the merit of the good place points, like the point system, how they used to do it. So 
What are, do you think they're going to come clean? See, I don't know, man, because that was before uh, Janet and Michael busted out and yeah. ran back. Yeah. And also, if they tell them, they're going to be doing it for selfish reasons. Uh, and we already yep. established that that doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My inclination, too, was that they were going to go down there and come clean and be like, hey, we all know each other. This is the deal. But if, if like, like Kevin's saying... That messes up with the points. <clears throat> and if nobody else can get in, what like what's gonna happen to, to Janet and Michael? Can they win points? I don't know. Are they are they awarded points in, in whatever type of beings yeah, they, are they are? I can't figure out what the I think I'm I'm leaning towards that they're going to continue to try and guide them in a certain direction. I and then, but I don't know what. What does William think? Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I'll tell you that right now. But <laughs> that's <laughs> cheating. You can't do that. <laughs> he has a he has a pretty good theory. And you know, if y'all the maximum Derricks, if you have any theories or anything y'all want to submit, there are some cool ones uh, that we've mentioned before. Uh, drop them in the episode spoiler thread or whatever on the everything is fine facebook group or use the hashtag maximum derricks and we'll read that but what i was thinking is okay now michael and janet are going to be on earth and they might be able to get points they might be able to earn points do you think that michael would be able to get in the good place now because he what if he accumulates a ton of points and then it's like well i'm a demon but I got it. I'm good enough to be in the good place now. Do you think he can be converted that way? Because he's trying to find a way to get into the good place. I mean, maybe because I could make the argument because we don't know that he's starting at zero because the point system was for humans on Earth. He has not been human. No. When he's on Earth, he is effectively a human now. So now he's but at there zero. Is no record of him. Sure. So he is at zero. So he could do enough. Yeah, yeah he, can, he can help them out. By helping them out, Especially he gets points. Since, since he knows what gets points, sure. So he can just like <laughs> not sneeze on the sneeze guard, and he like he knows what, that that's not, not that's going to get him points. Yeah, not go to a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, right? I think so. right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. That that was my thing about uh, Michael. But William sent us a, a email. You can also email us at nerdythingspod at gmail dot com if you want to send us uh, super long form stuff. But this is his theory. Uh, about the good place he said he's calling it now the entire series is actually the bad place for ted danson's character michael he was an architect in the real life he cut corners in the design and was killed when the building collapsed so his bad place is to design a bad place that fills over and over again 803 times i think and then has to try and hide that he's helping team cockroach and that he's trying to help the humans with their second chance, presumably in season three. He hasn't watched up to season three yet. Uh, when you think about it, the only one actually being tortured throughout the series is Michael. Michael is in the bad place. Ted Danson is Ted Mosby. Done. Wow. Wow. Just wow. All right. Blue French horn. I can see it all. <laughs> All right, yep. Maximum Derricks, mm-hmm. what do you think? Get on the Facebook discussion group. Join in. <laughs> yeah. Give us your theories. Talk about the episode. Uh, tell us what we that missed. That one kind of caught know. me. Yeah, we, we love it. We love having you guys with us. So get on there. Get on the Instagram, at Everything is Fine podcast. 
join us there and at nerdy things pod on all the social medias or www.nerdythingspod.com also don't forget we are part hey. of the famous original podcast network and you can find them at fopnet.biz that's fopnet hey we got merch biz. we do we yeah got merch. go to nerdythingspod.com click the shop and you can go to all of our merch stuff, we have d- new designs. We have a maximum... Well, wait. No, we don't have maximum Derek's yet. We have uh, <laughs> Big Derek Energy. I laugh every time I read it. I don't know why. Uh, Big Derek Energy there, and everything is fine. And we see people buying them, and it's super cool. And if you wear them, take a picture. Post it in the group. Do whatever. And we'll definitely uh, show it around, because that's pretty cool. But we do have merch for the show, and that would be awesome if you checked it out. Right on. Check it out. Check it out. But that's been us. We are Everything is Fine, a good place podcast. We thank you guys for bring, being on this journey with us. And we're so excited <laughs> for what NBC and Michael Shore in the Sherniverse has for us next. But until then, guys, have a great rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Hey listener, Dutch here from Voice from the Underground, the podcast. My co-host and I want to invite you to check out our little corner of the podcast verse. At Voice from the Underground, we talk about all the crazy happening around us and try to make a little bit of sense out of the nonsense with little to no results. If the idea of hearing three semi-intelligent, outspoken nerds talk about politics, social issues, current events, sports, movies, pretty much anything that we decide to talk about because, well, it's our show, appeals to you, grab your shovel and come on down to the underground and then consult a qualified psychotherapist. Find us wherever you get your podcasts, just not where you buy your weed. Boys from the underground.